0: Hello, hello, hello! I'm your Lana Turner hostess with the this Michael Munoz, and welcome to In Yo Mouth. Oh.
1: In Your Mouth. I'm
0: the queen of food who's
1: always in the mood to
0: lick it right, lick it good. Show oh, you how to. Oh hug. God,
1: that's good. I wanna know
0: what you eat from the streets to the sheets. So open wide, honey. I'm coming. In Your got <laughs> the goosebumps. <laughs> Hey there, and welcome back, folks. Once again, I'm your hostess with the mostest, Munoz. And I mean, we're just trucking along right through January, aren't we, folks? Aren't we? I know y'all are expecting me to talk something related to the news, but you know what? I don't do it. And I'm not doing it. This podcast still continues to be your relief from the news cycle. You know what I just saw that I found really, really funny? Um, I hate the Internet sometimes, but someone put out one of those memes that said, I've been through my free trial uh, in January. I would like my money back. Thank you. Um, I found it super, super, super hysterical. How y'all doing out there, folks? Um, It is a beautiful day here in my 120 square feet in Times Square. And I am just grateful, grateful for it to be 2021, grateful to be, you know, moving through the new year, new things coming at ya. I, I actually really have to tell y'all that I am so grateful for all of you out there who bought um, merch. I I got a really big um uh what what do you call it a really big reaction and so I can't wait to see you all in the merch. Buy some merch, you know, themunios.com forward slash mouth merch. Send me all the photos in it because I have been tracking you all out there who have bought it. So I know you all have it in your hands. And I really can't wait. To see you in it. I am really, really grateful. But let's get to the getting on today because I am really, really excited. Munoz's 40th birthday month is still, it's just a thing. You know what? We're in quarantine. It's a thing. I'm celebrating my birthday all month. And a lot of you on my Instagram and Twitter and whatever may have seen that I got a package of booze in the mail, Uh, a package of booze called five husbands vodka and you know uh, all of you out there if you don't know i'm single so i'll take not one but all five of those <laughs> husbands and i have the proprietor of that um liquor and of an entire liquor company steve conlin is with me today say hi steve how's it going thanks for having me on your show Um, I am really happy to have you, actually. In Your Mouth listeners, just so you know, the past 71 weeks now, because now instead of counting down to my birthday, it's just counting how many weeks I've been doing this uh, solo. The past 71 weeks, it's been full of LGBTQ personalities and maybe an ally here or there, but... Steve is our first ally of 2021, and I couldn't be happier that you're here. So thank you for giving me of your time. And thank you for my birthday box of vodka and gin. <laughs> Hello. That's how, that's how you have to start a, a birthday. Come on. Right? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm super excited here. But I think we need to put you through a little bit of a gay gauntlet really quick, just to make sure okay. you, you, pass the, you pass the test. Are you ready, Steve? I am ready. Ariana or Taylor? Oh, Taylor. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Water based or silicone? S- silicone. Okay. Uh, man buns,
1: toot or boot? No opinion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure what you're asking. <laughs> okay. Liza or Judy? Uh, Liza. Uh, you
0: know what? It's a trick question, is, is what yeah. it is. <laughs> okay.
1: Because well, there's no right answer there. Right, right. Hmm. You know, I mean. <laughs> Were there right answers to the first two? <laughs> I mean.
0: I mean. Mm, okay. Uh, right. it's, uh, it's up for debate and interpretation. And we'll just leave it there. You passed with fly. <laughs> <cover>. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. For those of you who don't know out there, Steve Conlin is the co-owner and CEO of Ogden's Own, the largest independent distillery in Utah. He was originally a mortgage broker by trade. Conlin took a leap of faith in 2009, despite a sizable culture that bans alcohol. Steve and his business partner, Tim Smith, decided to open a distillery, only the second in the state, and capitalize on Ogden's U unique history and i can't wait to hear all about this but in the grand tradition of in your mouth i need to start where we always start and wish you happy national buttercrunch day all right thanks yeah you're welcome (laughs) i didn't even know i mean Most of the most of the world doesn't even know that it's national <laughs> buttercrunch day but that's why I'm here Steve exactly, why, exactly. To educate to educate the children
1: are you a buttercrunch yeah. fan um I'm it's not my favorite but I'm not opposed to it I you know I didn't I mean anything that's got its own day can't be too bad huh I mean well I uh, <laughs> that- <laughs> You should
0: see uh, the list of some of these days, Steve. I, th- okay. I think you would uh, retract that statement. Right, right. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I got to be careful here.
0: <laughs> Listen, Ronnie Sue, shout out to Ronnie Sue, not a sponsor, but I love her. Friend to the podcast, has a, oh. is a chocolate shop down on the Lower East Side here in Manhattan. And she makes, um, Rhonda Cave makes the best butter crunch I've ever oh. had. So if awesome. you're going to celebrate National Butter Crunch Day, that's what—that's the Butter Crunch I want to celebrate with.
1: Sounds lovely. Are you—are you a sweets guy? I am. Uh, yeah, I'm a food guy. I mean, you're
0: just a food guy
1: in general. Yeah, I I love sweets, though. So I and you know, I'm going to be very careful with what I say. In this no podcast. <laughs> you're you're gonna be fine we accept all here. <laughs> steve
0: is now i'm like, just saying i like popcorn too yeah listen steve yeah. is like what did my what did my media team get me uh, sign me up for uh, just now uh, we are we are the it food podcast on the airwaves steve so get into it. <laughs> i am i am i'm teasing <laughs> No, but you're in luck because today is also National Cheese Lovers Day. Uh, I do love cheese. Yeah, right. There's nothing. There's yeah. nothing better. And even though the lactose gives me a, a uh, an issue, I pop my lactose digestives and I go to
1: town. Yeah, I read somewhere that cheese is almost as addictive as cocaine. Really? Yeah. Really? Something about the. Uh, the enzymes in it or something. I don't know. Okay. Well, I didn't want to, I didn't want to know anymore because I didn't want to ever feel guilty about you know
0: my <laughs> cheese addiction.
1: <laughs> all that,
0: oh. all that to say, please do not snort your cheese. <laughs> True. <laughs> or mine. Or yours. Oh my God. That would probably be disgusting. Like a, a line of Parmesan all of a sudden. <laughs> We also do not promote drug use on In Your Mouth. So any, but no matter what you celebrate today, happy National Butter Crunch and Cheese Lovers Day to all of you out there, including you, Steve. And moving right along to this day in gay history, did you know, Steve, that 1979, Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive, a gay anthem for the ages, you better believe it, begins its 17-week climb up the Billboard's Top 40. I'm old enough to remember that. I I thought
1: it was very apropos for the times we were living in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I would not, I would have actually put it a little er earlier based on what I remember about that song, but that's awesome. Yeah, right. It's yeah. It, it's some feel
0: good, some feel good history uh, yeah. on this day, right? To take us out of the news cycle. But I'm really excited to have you here and learn all about you and this Five Husbands vodka. I actually need to meet all five husbands at some point during this <laughs> podcast. Just well, so I, you know. I am
1: one of them on the bottle. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. All right. All right. I'll take it. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> will take it. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, from being a mortgage broker to opening up a distillery in Utah. And I really want to ask the important question here, which is, are you watching The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? And what
1: do you think? I am not, but I did get a phone call from one who was mad at me a couple of weeks ago. God, (laughs) yeah, I want to hear about
0: that. But no, really, from from mortgage broker to um, distillery. How does that happen?
1: You know, it really, Tim Smith, as you mentioned earlier, he came to me, um, he was in the mortgage industry as well. We had some mutual friends that we had um, been to some parties together and stuff. And we launched with this product named Underground that he would always bring to um, the parties. It's an herbal liqueur, much like Sambuca or Jägermeister. And he would bring them to the party and they were just big hits every time he'd bring bottles and he was kind of homebrewing. And then one day he came to my office and said, you know, I'd like to start this company Do you you have any insight? And we had a meeting and just, you know, it sounded intriguing to me. I didn't know anything about liquor or anything else other than drinking it. And um, we wrote a business plan, gathered up some friends and said, who wants to pitch in? And within a year, we had a product on the shelf. I mean, that's the that's the 30 second pitch, obviously a little more complicated than that. But um, that that was the gist of it, you know.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, I was about to say, wait a minute, I'm moving to Utah and opening up a distillery.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, there were hurdles and then, you know, left turns and right turns and um, all that kind of stuff that comes along with startup. But, you know, it really was just a will to to start this up. And we we didn't have any master plan. In fact, honestly, I was so naive at the time. I thought I would be out of the business, rich in Jagermeister money. Um, within three to five years, you know, and here we are 12 years later, still, still at it, still at it, but still alive
0: and doing a lot oh, yeah. of amazing things for your, for your surrounding community, including which we're, which we'll get to in, in a minute.
1: Yeah, it's, we're, we're, we're surviving. We're thriving. Actually, we just built a new $4.2 million facility that it's going to have a bar in it and a music outdoor music venue. And yeah, we're having a, we're having a blast with it.
0: Now, talk to me about what it's like owning a distillery in Utah, like in Mormon country itself, you know, and being yeah. the, the second distillery there.
1: You know, Utah, it's kind of like, um, it's a unique place. You know, it's the lowest per capita drinking state in the country. But that's because 50%, 60% doesn't drink at all. But the rest make up for it in <laughs> In spades, as they say, it's um, yeah, we it's it's a culture that once you get below the surface, it's um, it's a pretty wild place, as they say.
0: Yeah. And uh, as all to be told via the eyes of Bravo TV and the ladies
1: (laughs) of (laughs) Salt Lake City. We have a we have a thriving gay community here. You know, we have a thriving drag queen community here. Um, it's kind of like if you're not a member of the church, you're a member of everything else. And and there's something really communal about that. There's this acceptance, you know, and I, I think most people that come here, if they get the right exposure to the right groups of people are just shocked at how one normal it can be and how um, actually abnormal it can be as well. There's a large swinger community here. There's it's the subcultures here. Don't mess around.
0: Wait. You know? Do I need do I need a trip and a tour of the distillery <laughs> post covid that is? Yeah, yeah. No, I think most people
1: are a little like, "Oh, wow, I had no idea."
0: Yeah, you know, um Steve, you and I obviously don't know each other, and this is just for the listeners out there, but I used to be a big musical theater queen, right? Okay. I used to go on national tours and, uh, you know, bus and truck, all, th- all throughout the, the great country that is America. And Utah, funny enough, out of all the 50 states I have been to, is not one of them. Really? Yeah, uh, so random because all my friends have played Utah at some point or another. It's
1: just not me. Um come visit. We'll we'll take you on a tour. You uh, I may can't. never leave. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's uh, that was
0: like a little bit um Scientology scary. You may never leave, like all of a sudden I'm working <laughs> right. I'm working in one of the secret camps. You know? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's the hotel California. You never check out <laughs> or you can
0: check out, but you can never leave. So. Amazing. So I hear you have a pension for drag. You you mentioned the drag culture and I hear you have a pension for the drag brunches.
1: You know, here's a situation like this being interviewed like you always causes me to kind of try to think a little deeper about how I've landed where I have. Right. Um, and I I'm interested in things that are unique and entertaining and what people are doing to push the limits, especially of culture and Especially in this state and that sort of thing. And so, what happened um, about five years ago, I actually, it was St. Patrick's Day, I met a drag queen. So, there's an alternative paper here called um, City Weekly. It's kind of our weekly alternative. And uh, for what Pride, was her name?
0: What was her name? It's you, Harriet Winston. Uh, shout out to you, Harriet Winston.
1: Harriet Winston, who actually now works for us, but that's a whole different thing. So I was, um, so for Pride, they always have the Miss City Weekly pageant, and it's a drag queen pageant. And um, Harriet had won Miss City Weekly that year, and it. we were after the parade for St. Patrick's Day, which the... Miss City Weekly is the um, person on the float. We all went to lunch in a big group, and uh, I got to know Harriet Kelly is his name. And he's like, "Hey, I put on a weekly drag show or monthly drag show. Would you be interested in sponsoring?" And I said, "You know, let me come do it. Let me check it out. I'd never seen a drag show. I shouldn't lie. I I had seen one. I had never seen his. And so when I went, um, it was just entertaining and fun and." A great time, and I, I have a history of being a photographer, a newspaper photographer, from way back when. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to come back and photograph one of these and get another dose of it. And um, it was equally as fun. And so I agreed to sponsor his show. And then it has just blossomed from there. That I've actually um, started documenting drag in Salt Lake City for the last four years and photographs. I've got thirty thousand photos I've taken over the last you know, of different drag queen groups and made a lot of friends in the drag queen industry or, uh, yeah, it's an industry, I guess. Um, it's, a, it's a, it's yeah, a yeah.
0: multi-million dollar industry these days. Yeah. Thanks. And to so, drag Race. Um,
1: yeah. And, and I just, I find it amusing and fun and there's different dynamics and different versions of it. There's, you know, the, mm-hmm. the opulent show, kind of show girl type show really produced and some of it's really raw. And, um, I just get a kick out of it and, uh, and, even more so now it's transitioned. I get a kick out of people's reaction to it from a photography standpoint. And, uh, so it's just become a, a little passion of mine to, to document it. And, um, you know, listen to show tunes. What can I say?
0: Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, <laughs> it, it's uh, It's amazing. And there's nothing like a great local drag queen. I don't necessarily know if I'd let her work in my distillery because these girls have a pension for the liquor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a good point. You yeah. know, what's funny is um, when Kelly first started working for us, no one knew he was a drag queen. So I actually paid him extra money one day to come to work in drag just to shock all the... Um, current employees and they knew he was gay and everything, but they had no idea he was Harriet. And he comes walking in in a pink wig and a dress and looking, you know, like, you know, pearl necklace looking like he walked out of the fifties and uh, as a fifties housewife uh, ready to work on the bottling line. And it was really um, amusing, you know? I love that. uh, And
0: I I love, I, I love the support. Is that how five husbands vodka
1: came to be? Yeah. So five husbands vodka, um, I have to give credit where credit is due. So when we first started Five Wives Vodka, which is one of our other brands, so you know, paying homage to the Mormon culture which we live in, the Five Wives branding, um, you know, it's kind of. We launched that in two. How did that go over with the? With the well, so what happened is we actually got banned in Idaho. Okay, we were trying to move our product into Idaho, and um, Idaho has a huge Mormon population. And the state said, no, 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 you're not going to come into our state because it's offensive. And so in the midst of fighting with Idaho in the media, um, Q Magazine in Salt Lake, it's queer, you know, Q Magazine, it's a monthly um, um, gay community uh, magazine newsletter type thing. They ran a uh, basically a cartoon where they had changed it to The Five Husbands, and he captioned it, in response to Idaho banning... Um, Five Wives, Ogden's Own Distillery has uh, redone their label to Five Husbands. And Michael Aaron, who is the publisher of Q, came up with that. And so in, it always stuck in the back of my head that someday for Pride, I wanted to do a Five Husbands label. And about, well, it was two summers ago, um, I called the Pride Center. And I said, you know what? We've grown to the point now where we can sponsor Pride. Before, we'd been this tiny little company and pride, you know, it's kind of a corporate event in, in ways from a sponsorship standpoint. And we just could never afford to be part of it. Um, and I said, you know what? I'm ready to step up and um, I want to be the pride sponsor and I want to come out with five husbands in honor of pride. And um, I've negotiated with the, the local, we're, we're a state controlled liquor here. Mm-hmm. So I negotiated with the state of Utah about bringing that out already and um, everybody agreed to it and we became a sponsor of pride and released that that product to um, you know a very happy community that got a big kick out of it and you know that's that's the story. Yeah
0: I and I love that. I love just the journey of the vodka itself. but talk to me about the importance of, marketing and branding for the lgbtq community because and i ask because uh during prides not last pride but like prides prior to covid i would get a ton of um you know big brand companies reaching out to me being like hey will you post for us we'll pay you to post we'll pay you to post there's a rainbow on this Uh there's right what what has been labeled pride baiting you know oh And I
1: I think totally fair question.
0: Yeah. And my response, my first response would always be, you know what? This, this is amazing. I love that you want to support the community, but how are you supporting the community behind the scenes or are you just throwing rainbows on things? So I want to know like your views on what the importance of five husbands vodka for the community itself.
1: Yeah. Boy, it's a can of worms you open there because it's something we, we have thought about a lot. And I will say this my gut feeling is that the LGBTQ community in Salt Lake area was a big fan of five wives already, right? We're a local brand that is very supported. Um, And we've always been, um, we've always seen ourselves as allies. And so I think the honesty of our brand trumps any rainbows that get put on there, right? That it's not, obviously it's marketing, you know, that's, everything's marketing yeah but I think this I think the sincerity of our company no, no one I shouldn't say no one even the people who have looked at us cynically I think their friends probably tell them no don't be cynical these guys have always been allies they always sponsor the gay flag football league they sponsor drag events they sponsor this and that and and they and it's kind of easy in Utah because I go back to that whole thing that if you're not part of the LDS Church, then you're automatically part of everything else, right? And there's this desire to um, create that counterculture here that's always outweighing the the church influence, right? Or not? Well, it's vice versa. The church is always outweighing the counterculture, but we want to keep building the counterculture, whether it's gay, straight. Um, you know, as long as it's it's healthy for the society. You know, I'm not of course of doing a lot of metalhead sponsoring or Nazis or anything like that, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's no, pick no, our no, countercultures. No no no. <laughs> no, 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 and we're not
0: going down that road. But I, yeah, yeah. I really feel like it's important to hear, and thank you, because more often than not, right, we see all sorts of things Direct as LGBTQ people, right? We are a very specific community, and we see all these big brands doing all sorts of things right but we uh never hear what's ha- about what's happening in the background right or yeah. we never actually can see where where the money is going you know and is it just and there's always that question with a lot of brands and products that it's just like oh is this just another thing to to rope the gays in or are you really doing the work and it's beautiful to hear that you're supporting supporting local community events that are lgbtq related you know supporting your local center and doing the work to put your money where your mouth is you you know what i mean
1: yeah but i tell you what happened with me was i if you recall when the um Prop eight stuff was going on in California. Yeah, of course. The LDS church was funneling a lot of money into that fight. Okay. For prop eight. And, and that really rubbed me wrong. Right. And I happened to be in LA one time in Hollywood when a big March took place um, against that. And it just struck me like, as part of living in Utah, we have to stand up against that and, you know, it, it's not, we're not overtly out there fighting that fight, but we can be supportive and we can be um, looking for ways to strengthen the community and look for ways to um, to just do what's right. Exactly. Listen, I am, right.
0: I am not a man of a lot of means. Like I, Like you may have heard, I live in 120 square feet right? In a a little bit of rent control times square here. And, you know, during the holidays that just passed, I do something, I I participate in a charitable event where I feel that I know where my money is going, right? The, The little money I have, um, is I can tangibly see where it's going and you on this larger scale, because obviously you own a company that brings in a certain amount of revenue and that whole deal can do more than that, but you can tangibly see where you're putting that your funds to and how you're supporting the the surrounding community to help it grow.
1: Yeah. Or just be accepted. You know what I mean? It's, um, I don't know. It, to me, it's this isn't that hard. It's like well, I mean, be nice it's, to people.
0: Come you on. think this? <laughs> I, I'm glad you think this, and uh, I definitely think this. But if, yeah. if if you turn on any sort of channel today to the news, it's it, it seems know. it seems to be a, a harder concept than uh than than we realize
1: well, I, I get it. I get it. And you know, and I I know I'm oversimplifying, but it's. Uh, um, from a hu- from my personal human standpoint, you know, I saw a sign yesterday, it said, be kind for no reason. There you go. You don't yep. need much more than that, you no. know, and, and if let people live their lives. And if you don't like it, well, you know, that's tough. There's lots of people who do things I don't like. And, yeah, well, they, know, do, they I, also don't live in your house.
0: <laughs> right right they also don't live in your house <laughs> and you actually have a choice not to surround yourself with people that you don't like or
1: doing things that you don't like that they're doing right you know what and i tell people i tell people this all time if you um haven't been to a drag show right for whatever reason uh, go go yeah. and decide from the experience not from the gayness of it because i think I've never taken somebody to a drag show that didn't have a blast and come back and go like, Oh my God, I had no idea. i have never laughed so hard. You know, and, and it's that kind of culture. I think those experiences, right. We fear what we don't know. And once you're exposed, no pun intended, to certain things. <laughs> fear, I love that you're you still fear. being very careful with me. <laughs> 30 minutes into this. <laughs> you fear, you just fear it less, right? I mean, I had, I had. Well,
0: preacher, heal thine you know? Yeah, fear
1: me less. Yeah. Fear me yeah. Less. yeah, yeah. So I don't know, I I'm just trying to be a good person, you know, and, and I. I, I
0: love that. To yeah, my fra- friends and yeah. And you've already been a good person to me on this 40th year of my life by sending me some very, very delicious vodka and some very <laughs> delicious vin, uh, gin. Might I add? Oh. Yes. Right. I mean, so, dare I dare I say this is a sponsored podcast? <laughs> I think well, by law, I, I think by law, I may have to actually say this is a sponsored podcast because you sent me goods, and then I thought it would be a really great idea to hear um, your story and how it came to be and what you were all about. But I want yeah. to take a quick break because we we can we can chat about this for hours and hours and hours on end, and we don't have that can much. I? Can I throw
1: one thing out really quickly? Quick branding. Yeah. (laughs) That I sent, we, you know, we sent you the gin because it's Madame Paterini. Yeah. Right? Who was Brigham Young's son, his 35th son, who is on the label in drag. Oh. Uh, Yeah.
0: uh, All right. All right. So. Listen. That's a whole different story. Why why am I given this day in gay history? I should have just <laughs> let you, you do it. <laughs> yeah. And with so. that, uh, we're going to come back to that. But with okay. that, I okay. think now is a great time to take you, Steve, to my favorite part and the audience's favorite part of this podcast, a little something we like to call Food News Updates. Up. News. Up. Food news. Ooh, honey, you ain't ready. Girl. Steve. News update: oh, You can now get a bundle of vegan wine, cheese, and meats to celebrate Veganuary. Are you <laughs> your face, Steve? <laughs> I, I had uh, my face was actually the same because I was like, "What yeah. the what the fuck?" Vegan, I'm, I'm gonna vegan say, wine veganuary though oh, do you know uh, this you know how people do dry no. january maybe yeah. not it's bad for your business
1: I, it is i hate dry january <laughs>
0: right right i'm i'm celebrating cause if times were normal i i can never celebrate dry january just because my birthday's on the 5th but um i am a little partaking now that my birthday week is over but um apparently people celebrate veganuary or vegan vegan, are you I, worried? I don't even know how to say it. Where people go vegan for the month?
1: Yeah, well, you already know my opinion on cheese. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, well, there's um there's a company out there that is literally uh selling a bundle retailing for $150 of vegan wines, right? It comes with three bo- bottles of vegan wine, three vegan cheeses, and three vegan meats. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: None of... I have not found a wine yet made from animals, so let me let me know how that works
0: out. Yeah, isn't there? But um, I thought that some wines, and I am not a wine expert by by I only play one on the radio <laughs> or in my <laughs> or in my kitchen. Right, um, right. Uh, doesn't wine isn't like when you add like that those fermentation things? Isn't there like Sometimes you know isn't there gelatin or something?
1: There could be, and you know what? I don't want any emails.
0: <laughs> listen, <laughs> I'm not Steve a wine like,
1: maker. <laughs>
0: don't add us. We don't care. Yeah. We don't know yeah, what we're talking yeah. about.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't want to engage with the vegan community because I don't know how wine is made.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Listen, I mean, if if you want to be vegan, we celebrate you. Um, have have you delved into like a vegan cheese cheese and meat? Area? Have you had any of these? I have impossible? not.
1: I'm. I'm. You know what? I. I don't. I bring on the MSG, the gluten, the the meat. I. I don't. Yeah. I'm a food person. I don't. Yeah. I can't. I don't have time to like. I don't know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> again, I'm being careful. You're. you're I mean. <laughs> I probably have stepped into it already.
0: <laughs> no. No way. I listen. I, the the amount of times I put my foot in my mouth in, in this on this podcast. You're doing just fine for exactly, sure. Exactly. And I mean, listen, shout out to you, Justin Harder, the vegan roadie. But um, yeah, I I have found some vegan cheeses that I like. Uh, some yeah. of the impossible meats, like they work. You know, I'm a foodie too. And so I never say no to anything coming at me, right?
1: Sure. <laughs> Whether well, it be love food, or food. <laughs> food science is getting incredible. And um, you know what? I'm not going to say that I wouldn't eat those things. I'm just saying I don't actively seek them, well, and I, nor do I need them mailed to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? I don't think Steve is here
0: for Veganuary. But if you no, want to no. se- if you want, <laughs> if you want to send me a uh, $150 bundle of vegan wine, cheese, and meats. I am here for it. And I support you in that decision. Bachelorette star Mike Johnson has a new food show. Are you... First and foremost, we started with one reality show. Are you a Bachelor or Bachelorette
1: fan? I am not. I know nothing. I, I will say this, and it, it's it's so horrible. The only reason I watch The Bachelor is to see 30 hot, crazy women. Well, I mean... I mean yeah. that's it. I never watch The Bachelor at because I just have other interests.
0: <laughs> I, well, obvious, uh, yeah. you know, hello. Yeah. But I, I mean, that's totally a okay in my in my book yeah. because I, the countless shows I just watch for. For the skin of it all, you know? right?
1: And I haven't watched it in years, and so, but I did watch the first few years. Yeah. So,
0: um, Bachelorette star Mike Johnson is apparently uh, set to have a digital short series for Fox called "That Looks Good," right? And basically, it's um, it's him celebrating national food holidays, like weird national food holidays, okay. and. So I did tweet the other day when I found this out, right? Because I have now been celebrating random national food holidays for seventy-one weeks, right? right. But I am—I haven't been on The Bachelor, <laughs> so apparently, I—I <laughs> I am not worthy of a show. But at least can I can I be a guest?
1: I would think you'd make the perfect guest. Oh, I—I th-
0: uh, feel like you have to say that. <laughs> well,
1: I'm just saying you've already done the research, right? I mean. We like have, you could probably yeah. come in and educate him to the uh, 72nd degree,
0: you know? Yes. And he is a beautiful man that probably you know? doesn't need any ed- like me educating him. Maybe on these food holidays, yes. But like, you know, the closer to him, I, I wouldn't mind being nuzzling up to him, is what I'm trying to say as I trip over is, my
1: words. <laughs> is he single? Is he uh did he come out of the bachelorette with a wife? I mean, most of that stuff fails, anyways, right?
0: Yeah, no, he didn't. He was eliminated oh. uh, uh by uh Brenda or whatever her name was uh,
1: So he here. wasn't the actual bachelor, he was one of the, the viaes, huh?
0: Yes, and then he okay. and then he reappeared on Bachelor in Paradise, apparently. Uh, yes, you know Hooker Island. Yes, Hooker Island. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna watch for the eye candy of it all, much like you exactly. watch exactly, the- <laughs> exactly. Much like you watch these shows for the eye candy of it all. So I think we could say we are here for this. It,
1: it's a we- it's a weird voyeurism thing, you know.
0: I mean, and and I- listen, in your mouth, listeners. We know you're doing you're doing it out there too. Don't don't even right. pretend like you're not. So I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: That's the only reason anybody watches those shows. There's no redeeming quality. (laughs) Hello. For 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 the the garden of
0: earthly delights. (laughs) You know what I mean. And last but not least, Ben and Jerry's
1: launches a new frozen dessert for dogs. I'm a fan of that. Um, I used to. He just recently well passed away a few years ago. I had him for like 14 years. And uh, he loved frozen food and or ice and stuff. Yeah, I think that's a great thing.
0: I, I, you know what, ben, ben and Jerry's is another company that does the most in, like, you know, supporting their community, supporting, yeah. like, you know, good good things and donating to awesome charities and things like that. So, this is just par for the course with them. The new ice cream line kicks off with two flavors, Ponch's Mix and Rosie's Batch, named after the employees' dogs. Ponch is a French bulldog, and Rosie is a rescue dog of Mitch, of Mixed heritage ben and jerry's vermont headquarters is a dog-friendly workplace where there are often up to 40 dogs in the office at any given time this is wow yeah isn't that
1: um we have two dogs that come to work yeah imagine my my assistant brings her dog and harriet the drag Mm -hmm. queen brings his little rat dog (laughs) <laughs> uh, oh, was that shade? Ooh. <laughs> a, it's a perfectly fine dog. It's just small. <laughs> small
0: and apparently resembles yeah. a rat. Well, okay. all small dogs do. <laughs> well, to make, like, up, uh, to make up for it, maybe you need to buy some of this ice cream. Because yeah. Ponch's Mixed Flavor is a blend of peanut butter and pretzel swirls. Creamy pumpkin and mini cookies make up Rosie's Batch. And you can buy them individually or in multi-packs. Isn't that awesome? That is awesome. I think I think we are we are here for this and thank you to the Detroit Free Press and Delish.com for that food news today. And with that, I think that's a perfect way to end food news update. How
1: was that for you? Was that life changing? Yeah, that was fun. Was that life changing? Yeah. No, um, yeah, I, I tell you what, I'm far more about the dog treats than the vegan stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm dark. laughs> I'm going to get hate mail. I'm sure.
0: No way. Listen, there is a vegan ice cream out there made by Van Leeuwen. I I hope I say that right. That is the most delicious thing I have ever had. I gave some to my mother um, over the holidays and she is, um, you know, she is tried and true. She likes what she likes do not, do not mention the word vegan. You know, my Puerto Rican mother is like set in her ways and beautifully so. But I snuck this vegan chocolate ice cream. And she goes, she could not get enough. She asked me for more. And then That's after, awesome. after the fact, I was like, that was vegan, you know? She goes, that was really, really good.
1: You know, I, you know, I'm jokingly out. I I mean, if something tastes good, I'm fine. I don't care if it's vegan or not. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's uh, usually what I say to my Friday night dates too. (laughs) 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 Can we go back to these housewives of Salt Lake City for a minute? What happened?
1: Um, you know what? I, without, (laughs) I don't need to.
0: In the uh, nicest way possible
1: i'm just gonna say we ran some advertising over christmas and um we left one of them off of our advertising because we were doing five wives advertising and so we used five of the six names in their ad right so Uh and so the one that was not included called me to let me know she was hurt Oh, oh well, you know what? Yeah. That's that's
0: par yeah. for the that's par for the course yes. with the housewife franchise. <laughs> yes, you know if they're not if they're not a, a straight shooter or you're not restarting your friendship, right? Are yeah. you re- Are you really part of the housewives
1: franchise? Well, and the, the funny part for me was that I've never watched any housewife show, any, right? And so I I had no reference. I was just like, hey. Sorry, wasn't intentional. It Wasn't there was no harm. You know, we weren't throwing any shade. Yeah, you know, and, and but yeah, but you kind of were. And I'm not. well no, at, no, not at all. Not off, at all. The, off the record. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I, I, I'm playing. All. I'm playing with you. <laughs> no, and so I was like, I was defending myself from a vacuum. You know what I mean? Oh now yeah. You're like, uh, sorry. Because you know, uh, what else to say? The
0: last thing you want to is the housewife like fans because. They're vicious. Yeah. They can be vicious, yeah. the fans.
1: Yeah, luckily you know, it didn't go that far, but um, yeah, I felt, you know, like I just wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't know what I was talking about, you know, as far as like, yeah. But, but listen, you have a show. I don't know anything about it. I'm sorry you got offended, you know?
0: Oops. Yes. Oops. Do you hear that in your yeah. mouth, listeners? We, we have the inside scoop here yeah. <laughs> on the podcast. A, a, I, a, I, I love, I love, I love. And maybe off the record later, you'll tell me which one, right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I, I, I love everything about this. What is next? What is next for you? What's next on the docket? What's,
1: what can we look forward to? Well, you know, on the five husbands thing, um, we uh, the quick thing about that label is that literally is all our employees so it's myself, my sales rep, um, it's our distiller. It was our, a uh, former sales rep and then a good, a promotions person for us. Right. So we put ourselves on there that year to go ahead and, and just get, get the product out there. And we did get a lot of pushback because it wasn't diverse enough and that sort of thing. Um, but once I explained it, it was, it was literally our staff stepping up and saying we're supportive of this community, um, you know, that went away. And then this last year, we were intending to put diverse members of the community on the label. And uh, because of COVID, we, we, there was no pride festival. And so we had kind of pulled back and we just put masks on the, um, you know, the existing five husbands. And this year we're, you know, we're going to move forward with that more diverse label and that sort of thing um, using prominent gay members of the community here in Salt Lake City. I love Um, that and so that and then i hope to grow that into a regional thing or a national thing where every year it's changing you know i've got the idea of maybe even next year doing all drag queens on the five husbands you know bottle and so every year it's a it becomes more of a commemorative type thing yeah um, and like almost like a collector's item yeah and so and plus it allows us to have fun with it right we get to do different things and different promote it in different ways and um, I, yeah. love every, so, I love I so, love
0: everything about that. What sets your vodka you. uh, apart from, let's say, uh, another brand that shall not be yeah. named?
1: <laughs> well, you know what? We're we're reasonably priced for one thing. We keep mm-hmm. our products around twenty dollars um, for a seven fifty. Uh, we're gluten free because you know you gotta be. Care. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're made from a corn um, base. Uh, and so uh, I think that high- falls under the vegan category. I think so. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Ogden's own cares. <laughs> uh, you better believe and, it. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know what our our water the you know the process of making vodka is you get alcohol that you then blend down to 40% and our water comes down to uh, comes out of the uh, spring up in the Wasatch Mountains here just outside of Salt Lake. And uh, it's it's just it's a good tasting vodka at $20. Um and, you know, it's, it's won some awards here and there. It, it's just, it's a solid product. You know, I'm, I'm not going to tell you it's, you know, you're, it's not, it's just, it is what it is. You know, we're not, yeah. we're not trying to be a, you know a hundred dollar product or we're not trying to gouge people. We're just, you know, we're, we're making a solid product at a reasonable price and we're supporting our community. And, you know, that's, that's what we do. Um, I love everything. Well, I getting, everything about it. We're starting to make canned cocktails, though. So we've just started. Cut, we've come out with a Moscow Mule with five wives. Um, we'll have a vodka soda coming out uh, here in the next couple of weeks, and then we've got about five more in the in the uh, hopper, as it were. And uh, I love so We've that. got a lot of stuff going on.
0: Maybe maybe there needs. I'm going to just put this out there in the universe, but maybe there needs to be like an in your mouth uh, collab here. <laughs> right. But, uh, put, yeah. put all five husbands in your mouth, you know, or...
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are times I wished I lived in New York where you could be more edgy than, I mean, it's kind of a weird thing because we are always in this community here. That's a little more, um, you know, we always think about our, our area first, right? Of course. And yeah. Cause you're supporting think, the community and you're thriving to there. us. Yeah, to us, five wives and five husbands isn't that isn't that bad, you know, but to a lot of the people who have never thought down the um, lanes we go down. And I think it's important to mention that if you guys don't know that the five husbands are all like in cutoffs holding a rooster in front of their um, genitalia. So they're holding their cocks, right? Yes.
0: Oh, thank you. Yes. Uh, I was wait, uh, if you weren't going to yes. say it, I was going to say
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, yeah. I don't know Put how, that in uh, your mouth. <laughs> yeah. And so and so when we first went to the state of Utah to put that out on their liquor store shelves, they were like, "Oh my god, really?" You know, but they also know that we stand up for our First Amendment rights and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's it's they weren't going to push back too hard and then yeah, they've become very supportive partners at this point. But, you know, we always have to be mindful of that here. And so, you know, that's uh, yeah, of course. our challenges. Yeah,
0: I, I love it. But I'm still going to put out uh, the In Your Mouth uh, slash Five I, I'm, Husbands. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there in the universe. I noticed before we closed out that during this pandemic, um, you really spearheaded the brand, your brand's like hand sanitizer, uh production, you're doing a, a ton of charitable donations, you know, supporting mm-hmm. all sorts of people from the food and beverage community to the Navajo mm-hmm. Nation. What was yep. what is that like? How how is how has this time been for you and you know, doing that work?
1: Yeah. Um, again, it comes back to that principle of just doing the right thing. Right. And so in the food and beverage industry, these are people we work with every day, right? And and in Utah, bars and restaurants closed for six weeks. They were closed. People were without jobs. So we worked with the um, Salt Lake Downtown Alliance and the Ogden Utah Downtown Alliance and donated funds to them to set up a um, charity fund for people who just needed some cash. And they, I, we let them administrate it. We had nothing to do with it. We just donated money to it for them to administer this, these funds to people in the food and beverage industry that were being hurt. And it just again, just the right thing to do. Navajo Nation. You know what happened there is I, I get the New York Times every day, and I read about um, one of the girls, women who passed away in the Navajo Nation, and I started following the COVID epidemic down there, and it just struck me as, listen, um, those are our neighbors. You know, we literally live. It took me six hours to load up my my truck with a trailer and take down five hundred gallons of hand sanitizer and drop it off. And that was just the right thing to do. It was, I, I often ask myself, why aren't you doing something right? Instead of this, you know, kind of convince myself that I should do something. It's like, why aren't you? And if you don't have a valid excuse, then get on it. And then that turned into um, a, an arrangement with a organization called from strangers with love, who were working with, aircraft pilots to fly hand sanitizer and other goods down to the Navajo Nation. So we ended up doing a fundraiser through our um, fans, through our customers, where we ended up donating another $1,200 or 1,200 gallons worth of hand sanitizer to the Navajo Nation. And um, again, I come back, just the right thing to do. It's it's easy when you just decide you're going to do the right thing. I love that. I and love. So,
0: I love everything yeah. about that. And uh, yeah, we need to. We need to protect, especially those people, right? Um, the Native American people, um, because it's they're the forgotten people at this point. Yeah. And, oh. And, know, so, I mean, and so. And so, yeah. Realize
1: that the Navajo Nation. I think there's seventy um, percent of the homes there don't have running water.
0: Yeah. There's. I mean, there was a whole. There was a whole thing like mid at least here in New York mid lockdown where that was the news cycle for a hot
1: minute, you know? Yeah. And so, it's, so yeah, I, and it was, it was crazy. You know, I mean, I literally load, loaded my truck and stuff, drove down there and it was, un, they were under curfews. And basically when we dropped off stuff, they were like, get out of town by five, right? You've got to be gone. You know, it was, and so we were back to Moab, Utah to spend the night and then made it home. And, um, but you know, in less than, didn't take any time you know it was yeah. it was it you know was fun beautiful country get out and do it
0: and, and I'm and I'm a f- true believer that the karma comes back to you for sure for sure let the people know where they can find you where they can buy the products where they can find five husbands and so on
1: yeah so um, <laughs> the alcohol industry is heavily regulated so it's hard to actually break into other states. Um, but we do have an online retailer in California called GACraftSpirits.com. Great American Craft Spirits is the company, CraftsPirits.com. And you can order from them online. Um, another source for online shipping is Hightime Wine, H-I-TIMEWine.net in California. And they can ship to um, many states. I'm not sure if they can ship to New York. Um, we let them... Laws are always changing with interstate shipping on alcohol, so I'm not the expert there. But uh, they carry all of our brands we make uh, flavored whiskeys, we make a rye whiskey. Um, it's called the Porter's, our Porter's whiskey line. Um, Madame Paterini gin, five wives, five husbands. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the
0: the the whiskey has may be next on my list of things to try from you for sure. And you can also follow them at Five Husbands Vodka on Instagram. I think that would be a great yep. jump point if you just kind of want to dip your toes in to see what they're all about and to learn more about the brand. And then you can, you know, find other sites through that Instagram as well, because that's kind of how we found each other to begin with and how the love Is affair.
1: Began, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're glad that you like our brand, and you, we're glad that we could, you know, participate in, in, you know, what I feel are dis- important discussions. You know, I know your blogs or your uh, your podcast here is lighthearted and fun, but. It's good to work some um, really meaningful topics in and, and allow us to tell our story. So we really appreciate it. Well,
0: this is what um, In Your Mouth has become, really. It's it's lighthearted and it's fun and we have a really good time. But I always want to leave the listener, you know, w- like with something on the mind, right? Like leave with yeah. a little bit of education through the laughter, you know, and through food we've learned all sorts of stories, like great coming out stories, not so great coming out stories about people like you and your brand and what you're doing for the community. Right. And and it's been an awesome journey just to meet all these people, and including you, including you. So I awesome. want to. Th- so I really want to thank Feelings you mutual. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Was that a proposal? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not quite <laughs> will i will i finally have my first husband <laughs> don't worry it could be an uh, you know I, uh, it, it's you live in swingers country and it could be a long distance relationship it'll be an arrangement it's I guess, fine
1: <laughs> i always tell people who you know ask us jokes about five wives or five husbands is be careful what you ask for uh, <laughs> and
0: with that, I'm just going to say thank you to Steve and thank you so much for giving me of your time today. This has been really, really awesome. Listen, folks, it's January. I know we're still stuck inside, most of us. Um, so, you know, it's time It's time to get up and get moving, right? Get moving in your house. Try some new things. You know, um, start that thing you've always wanted to start. Try that Try that vodka you've always wanted to try. And just, you know, now's the time for self-motivation and, and new inspiration is what I'm going to say. And that's it for today. What a joy it was to have you on the podcast again, Steve. And with that, I'm just going to say thank you for listening to In Yo Man.